Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 117. I hope you are having a fantastic day, doing well, uh, enjoying uh, whatever weather you're in, I guess. I, it's a little gloomy here in South Carolina. Uh, I think there's a hurricane that's coming through. So uh, fly out today. Uh, to head back to California. Look forward to being back in California. Um, I have missed the ocean. I've been here and it's been awesome, but this is kind of like lake land, you know, like lake and pasture land in California is like ocean, mountain, like that kind of stuff. So uh, love being here, but it's I'm really excited to get back to the ocean, get some surfing and enjoy that. Um, hey, look, I, I, I know I often bring up this... Um, this thought or this challenge about slowing down. And I really hope for a lot of you that you're really taking that seriously. What does it look like to really, really just slow down and listen? I had said this a, a, a while back, but I, I wanted to bring it back around uh, today. Uh, Eugene Peterson has this quote, this idea. He's the, the guy who translated the Bible into what they call the message, message version of the Bible. But he has this saying, and it's been deeply convicting for me, and it's been something that's really helped me kind of slow down a little bit. But he's like, a, a prayer without silence, it's something like this, a prayer without silence is a prayer out of context. A prayer without silence is a prayer without context. And why that quote was really important to me was, uh, it was it was telling me like I was having a one-sided... <laughs> one-sided relationship with the Lord. Like I'm constantly talking. I'm constantly telling him what I need, what I want, what I hope, what I desire, which isn't bad. He says to do that. But silence brings in the dimension of relationship. Silence brings in this slow down and listen. And I realized for most of my life in Christ, you know, I've made a commitment to him when I was young. And then, you know, I've kind of over the, you know, I rededicated my life, if you will, just when I, <clears throat> when I was older, I don't know, maybe 22, 23, and just said, hey, this is like for real. I really want to do this. And, um, but I realized that for the majority of that time, I've just been doing all the talking and I've never really been comfortable with listening. So that's been a new part in the last three years. And it's honestly been a lot of the part of what I've been doing on the front porch is just listening and slowing down and being silent. So maybe... That's a new part. Maybe for, for a lot, I hear from a lot of people and a lot of people who listen to this podcast who say, I love the Lord. I really do. But I'm just struggling to sense his presence. And I wonder if maybe a part of that is, is it some one dimensional relationship? Is it we're constantly talking, but we're not leaving space for him to talk. And it feels a little awkward at, we, at, at first, you know, just to be quiet. You know, I remember just feeling like super lazy, <laughs> you know, but, but the reality is, is we're creating space. And so that quote from Peterson was really helpful for me. A prayer without silence is a prayer out of context. Um, and really that's about a relationship and leaning in and listening to what he has for you. So uh, for those of you who listen to this podcast, uh, uh, so thankful, so grateful. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing it. Really, really appreciate it. And then for those of you who continue to give, uh, thank you so much. We have a Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. And then uh, many of you have been so kind to send checks and Venmo. Really appreciate that. 
I have some exciting news. Uh, in the next, the hope is in the next few months, uh, I will have a devotional that will be published, um, self-published, uh, but it'll be published called Front Porch Devotional. Um, and so they will follow alongside of the episode. So I'm really excited to get that going. I've been working hard on it. Um, they won't be the same as the podcast. It'll be a little bit different, but follow the same format. So uh, really excited to bring that to you. I'll have those for sale here soon. But anyway, just thought I'd let you know. Uh, thank you again for all of you who continue to support. I really am uh, working hard and trying to figure out how, how it is that we can engage the Word of God together in different ways. So uh, with that, uh, let's jump into our passage today, Luke 9, 23. Luke 9, 23, and it says this. And he said to all, this is Jesus, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. That again, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Me. When I was a, a teenager, I, I worked with a guy. His name was Jeff DiMarzio. And, and Jeff uh, ran a, a vending machine company. And it was kind of awesome. He was like, hey, I'll, you know, he paid me. You know, I think he paid me in snacks. No, he actually paid me. But I ate a lot of snacks as well. But we would drive all over the place. And he, we would repair, we would repair uh, vending machines. And then we would fill them back up. And it was awesome. You know, it, we would go all over the place. Well, I remember this one time. And he was really, he's a good teacher. So he's really like, hey, you need to slow down, you need to relax, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I was just wound tight. I was always so busy, so fast. And so this one time we're at this automotive parts store and the vending machine was outside and he was like, hey, we need to, he, we needed to take it back to his place because it needed some repairs. And and so I was standing against this window and he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. But again, because I was kind of in my own world, I, I was like, I'll just do my own thing. And he was trying to walk me through how to do it. And I just wasn't listening. Well, eventually I, I pushed it towards and it rocked back and it threw me through the window of this automotive store. I mean, it was like slow-mo threw me through, crashed through the window, fall on these automotive. And I'm, I'm like... I'm good to go. Like I survived. I get up and I'm like bleeding all over the place. It had cut my back up. And I realized kind of on the drive to the hospital that it was the problem with that story and the problem with that scenario. It was a problem that had been all along the way. I just kind of did it the way I wanted to do it. I, I, I did what I thought was best. I, I, I thought what I thought was efficient. And what Jeff was trying to help me with is there's a better way. There's a better way to do it. There's a, not just a quicker way. It's not about quicker, but there's a way that actually allows you to be safe and secure and actually accomplish what it is that you've been called to do um, within this vending machine world. But then if you pull that over into our spiritual lives, Jesus is trying to say there's a better way. There's a way in which I'm inviting you into, you and me into, that many of us are neglecting. And what I find is there's this reoccurring theme, uh, not just in the book of Luke, but all throughout the Gospels, but mainly in Luke, where you'll see this phrase, follow me over and over and over, right? And it sounds easy, right? You're like, oh, yeah, you know, I can follow Jesus. Oh, I, maybe you say right now, like, well, I'm, I'm following Jesus. Like, I love to follow Jesus. You know, and when I, when I think about that or when I used to think about that, I would think about it in the context of like when I was in kindergarten, 
And you remember this, like you play follow the leader or there would always be like a leader that would be leading you to the library or to lunch or something like that, right? And so that's the image I have in my mind of follow me is like my arms are like on top of the shoulders of the kid in front of me and, you know, and we're just kind of following the leader that's in the front and they're taking us to where we need to go. Like that is what I have in my mind. But is this the way that Jesus is talking to us about. Is this what he's saying? Is he like, listen, everybody, just grab onto my shoulders and follow me around wherever I go, you go. Is that what he's really saying? I would say no. I think he's inviting us into something a lot more beautiful, but a lot more costly. And there are two things that are indicated in this particular passage about those who truly want to follow Jesus. You must deny yourself. And you must take up your cross daily. You must deny yourself and take, Jesus is going, let me give you the key to what it means to really experience life in Christ. Let me give you, let me give you, you know, some often I think we're like, Jesus, what do you want me to do? What do you want? And he's like, I'm trying to tell you, just listen, listen. But a lot of times we don't want to listen because we know what it's going to cost us, right? We want all the benefits of following Jesus. We just don't want to follow Jesus. And so he's like, let me tell you what it means to follow me. You need to deny yourself and you need to take up your cross daily. And one of the things I continue to learn as I read the Bible is humility. You know, pride comes before the fall. Like God, it says God opposes, right? Think how blunt that is. He opposes the proud, opposes them. He opposes the proud. It is like humility is the posture of her heart, the posture of our heart uh, that focuses the rest of our lives on the king and his kingdom. That's what humility does. He goes, it's not about my life. It's about what you want for my life. And the key verse for me is Jesus's proclamation in the garden of Gethsemane, where he says, not my will, but yours be done. This is what it means to deny yourself. It's not about what you want. It's not about where you want to go. It's not about what you want to be. It's all about what God wants. And what God wants is what's best. That's why Jesus is like, deny yourself, deny yourself. But this is an invitation. I think a lot of times we feel like this is a rejection. No, no, no. This is an invitation into relationship. How will we know uh, what to deny in order to follow his will for his glory if we don't have this relationship? You know, I think for you and me, we've got to slow down and listen to the spirit of God who's convicting our hearts, who's directing our paths. I need to I need to see and listen and learn about what God's word is directing me to do. You know, I need to sit on the front porch and shut up and listen and grow in my relationship with him. And as I do that, I learn to love to deny myself because I love him. This isn't easy, but denying ourselves is a part of what it means to actually find life and life to the full. 
which is this central theme in John. He's trying to go like, I got something so much better for you, but you keep clinging on to your life, to your dreams, to your plans, to your career, whatever that is. You keep clinging on. You need to let go. And this leads us to be able to make a transition into daily denying and taking up our cross. It leads us into that reality. This life is not ours. Maybe that's just something you need to say right now. This life is not mine. It's a gift from God. We have been called to sacrifice our lives for the glory of God and the gospel, the good news that we've experienced for other people. And when we made a decision to follow after Jesus, we made a decision to follow him in his mission, which was to lay down his life selflessly. So others, ourselves included, but for others to come boldly before the throne of God. We, his children, this is so, I, I, I can't express as I've, I've started working through this and thinking through this, how convicting it is we as children ha- have the beautiful burden. This is a burden, but it's beautiful to carry this mission daily. This is not just like I made a decision to follow Jesus and I'm done. Yay, I'm in. I, I win, right? I, I win. I got it. No, no, no. This is a daily decision that we get to be invited into, that we are actually living out. And I think so often that we forget we're all about the benefits, but we miss out on the real joy, the real freedom about what it means to actually deny ourselves, to deny ourselves and to take up our cross daily to follow him. You know, I think a lot of us follow Jesus for the benefits without realizing the cost. But the cost, listen, the cost is the benefits. It's not backwards. When we die, we live. And when we lose, we win. And when we suffer, we survive. And when we are last, we are first. This is what it means to follow Jesus. This is what it means to really live life. And that's why he's inviting us into this. He loves us so much. He's like, I want you to follow me, but you got to deny yourself and you got to take up your cross daily. And as you do that, you actually find, and you actually find your living life. You start to live out love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. You start living out the fruit of the spirit. Because following Jesus is about what we give up so others can see him. That's what Jesus led us into. We get to live out the benefits of seeing other people come to know this Jesus that we have fallen in love with. And that is so fun. You know, recently I've just, I, you know, I, I love to surf and I, 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 it used to be all about me, 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 surfing, surfing. And recently I found the shift in me that I actually enjoy teaching other people how to surf more than I enjoy surfing myself. How cool is that? That's something that's happening inside of me. And I realized that's, that's what Jesus is inviting us into. That's what it means to really follow him. And so the question is this, how are you denying and dying? Or, or what are you or how are you uh, denying and dying to daily. Maybe just work through that. What is that 
that I need to or that I am. And, and, and then as I do that, I start realizing I'm, I'm actually following him. Heavenly Father, we need your help. Uh, it's not easy to, to do this. It's not easy to really follow you. It's not some, you know, whimsical dance that we do. It's a journey. It's a race. It's like a boxer that doesn't miss punches. It, it really is a beautiful thing. When we come to really know you, that we get invited to follow you and to help others do the same. Lead us and guide us. We need you. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart.